Welcome to Vanderpump Rules Party Podcast, the longest-running podcast about Vanderpump Rules out there. Please join your hosts, Holly and Sarah, as they deep-dive everything Vanderpump Rules. I'm Holly Borges. I'm Sarah C. What's up? What's up? What's up? We are back from BravoCon. I was like, huh? (laughs) I muted myself because my volume was on. I was like cleaning, so I had a a Patreon on my laptop, so I had the volume up. And I was like, you're like, hi, everyone. I was like, whoa. (laughs) <laughs> Holly took some Adderall today. <laughs> no, just kidding. Um, yeah, I'm still tired. Yeah, I'm still recovering too, even though I didn't do Sunday. Yeah, I almost didn't do Sunday. I was like walking over there and I was like, no, I don't want to go. I don't want to go. <laughs> and I was like, just go. Just do it. And then I cannot believe that was like the walk that it was because doing that a couple months ago in the, when it was like 110 with the kids to go to the link and we walked all the way around, like basically our trip to Paris. Right. When I, it, we would have been at the link in two minutes. I know it's so like, I, I did the long walk like <laughs> three times before I figured that one out. And I'm like, Oh, you've got to be kidding me. <laughs> I, and I looked at it too thinking, Oh, if I could just only go through the parking garage, but I thought I'd have to walk down like Koval and like all those, like, I don't know. It's kind of, there's a lot of people, like it's a little scary, mm-hmm. but I, yeah, I didn't know you could do that little cut through. Well, you guys, during that little cut through, it was like just a couple minute walk from our hotel, the Venetian was the back entrance where all the Bravo Lebs came in. So some people started to figure it out, but there really wasn't that many people out there still, you know, to you had a really good close access to see them all come in and get dropped off in their black SUVs and walk into the convention. Yeah. Did you see anyone when you passed by? Yeah. I mean, I, on the first day, I stood out there for a long time. Um, and yeah, and every time I walked by, especially when you were walking from the hotel, they couldn't really stop you from walking on the sidewalk. So I would walk right past as they were getting out of their cars. So that was like super fun. That's funny you said that too, because that's exactly what I did. And even like the security, he like stopped and looked at me and he's like, hello, like, he was nice, but it was almost like a, can I help you? You're not supposed to be here. And I just looked at him and I go, hi. And I just kept walking. And then I kind of realized, oh, I'm in between the barricades. Like, they probably don't want me here. Yeah, a, a couple of times they stopped me. They were like, stop, ma'am, please. And like, and then they would let the Bravo Liberty walk past me. And then I could go again. Oh, okay. So, but it was like... I just stood there, like, annoyed. <laughs> yeah, but on the way back, it was a little different. Oh, my God, on the way back, this is one of my pet peeves. I'm going to save a lot of this for Patreon, but – and it's not BravoCon. It's any convention, any festival where there's a lot of people. And you're moving, you know, you're in the, the walkway or the corridor or the hallway. Uh-oh.
I don't know what happened. Weird. Yeah. Anyways. I, yeah, I tried to call back and it was like doing the same thing. Weird. I almost um, fell and so I'm like, oh, <laughs> making some big dramatic sound. And then they look and like they still don't go like, oh, sorry. Oh, excuse me. Oh, let me go. So I was really starting off the day like very angry at people. I texted you. I was like, I think I need to take off my Vanderpump Rules Party podcast shirt because I'm about to be a real asshole to a bunch of people. <laughs> I just, like, was at my limit with people. But, and like, because one of my panels, um, I got like way up close and I was super excited about my seating. And this lady comes and sits behind me and she's like singing and, and then talking. And she's by herself. She's not, she's just talking along like the panelist is like, yeah. And then I'm, you know, going through a divorce. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. You tell me. Uh-huh. And I was like, shut up. So you can hear probably me in one of the videos going. Yes. I heard you shush. I was cracking up. I was like, oh my gosh, was that Sarah who shushed? Yes. I was so annoyed. I was like, I came to hear them, not you. Yeah. So anyways, people, you guys need to work on your, like, etiquette skills. I don't know. <laughs> but otherwise, yeah, it ended up being good. Um, I did some of the experiences and exhibits that you did. And I don't know why, because it was just a trigger for me. Um, but, you know, motivation for next time to, like, do it and have more fun with it. Plus, we'll do it together next year because of our tips and tricks that we learned. You guys, so... On this podcast, we're going to talk about some of the things that happened at BravoCon, some of the things that were said on the different panels we attended. Some were more exciting than others. In fact, the panels were kind of the, the worst part of BravoCon and the most boring. Um, and then on Patreon, we're going to get into more juicy stuff on you know what we thought of who or just overall tips, tricks, experiences how to save money if you're going, how to maybe like some ticket tricks that we'll share with you, some VIP or not VIP, like all the like good stuff. But like here we'll recap, you know, your basic content. And then over there we'll give like some opinions. Yes. <laughs> um, I did run into Heather McDonald and had a good chat with her in the VIP lounge for a while. I've got a fun story of that too. We'll put on the Patreon. Um, I was trying, I was basically playing bodyguard for her um, because so many people kept recognizing her. It was like really difficult, Um, but it was, it's a fun little story. Um, I asked about Jax because someone who shall rename nameless gave Holly some information that, Jackson and Brittany were going to be the secret surprise guests at Heather McDonald's show, which we didn't really believe because we heard they had something else going on, but it wasn't true. It was bad info, bad intel. Yeah. <laughs> and so I asked her about that. And I'll tell you more about that on the Patreon. Cool. Yeah. Cause she had her own bomb drops this weekend with, you know, the earrings and Jeff Lewis and, that whole thing. So um, it was a pretty exciting weekend for her. Yeah, it looked like it. So um, 
thank you guys for them uh, came to meet up with us. We so appreciate it that even one person showed up, let alone all of you guys. It was so awesome. We met up with folks Friday night at this bar right next to Vanderpump Paris. Um, and then Saturday night at the Venetian right outside Heather McDonald's comedy show theater um, so that people could like meet us and then go into the thing. But yeah, the Paris was a great venue because we could see everyone in Vanderpump Paris, all the Bravo Lubs that were coming and going. And we had the best seat in the house to get pictures. We saw LVP, Ken, Pandora, Tamra, Melissa, Captain Sandy, Alexis Bellino, Oliver, who was really hamming it up for the, he loves the attention on the camera. Mm-hmm. Giselle, Alexia from Miami. Can you think of anybody else? Um, no, but um, if you guys haven't got a chance to check out like our Instagram or Facebook, like I have to just like paint you this picture because until I showed Chad the video of like what was happening at this bar, like he didn't get it. Like I was like it was wild and he's like, "Oh, like he was like, "Okay, Holly, like what was so wild about it?" And then I showed him and he was like, "Oh my god. You guys, they were like mobbing Vanderpump Paris." And any time that, like, any of the Bravo loves would, like, pop their head up, like, they would rush. Like, so this is in, like, a, the yeah. literal, like, shops of Paris. Like, people, if you didn't know what BravoCon was, I would have been like, what is this? Like, this is, it looked like a Justin <laughs> Bieber concert or something. Yeah, every two minutes you'd hear a crowd, Wah! And everyone with their phones up as high as they could in the sky because... It was so packed, so everyone's, like, trying to get a glimpse. They're yelling things. Like, it was, like, balls-to-the-wall crazy. And, yeah, like Sarah said, we had this prime spot um, to sit there and watch. But other people were coming around and, like, standing on our chairs, like, standing yeah. in front of us. And, like, it was fine because, like, obviously that's not, like, Sarah and I's thing to, like, be like, hey, like, look over here because – I don't know. I just don't feel that frantic about these people, but it's fun to get a picture and it's fun to see them, but yeah. I don't need to like go get it with them more. And that will go into our recap on what to do BravoCon and how to do it. Cause it depends on your interests and your needs. So we'll cover it all on the Patreon. Cause I think it's going to be helpful information for you guys from planning for next year. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, it was, it was, it was like a very, like, I just, like, kept watching going, like, this – my biggest takeaway from BravoCon, like, wasn't any of the experiences or anything like that. It was more, I can't believe this many people watch these shows like we do, that they are all obsessed with Bravo like we are. Like, it was just wild to see and, uh, so – Everyone's an expert. Yeah. yeah, and, like, just, like, the potential that this whole – it like, was, it's, it's huge. It's just, it's huge. People would stop me because I'd have our shirt on, and they'd either just, they're like, I love your shirt, not realizing it was, like, our podcast shirt. They just, just because this is Vanderpump Rules, and I'm like, it's just a shirt that says Vanderpump Rules, and they're like, I met, and then they, the total stranger, they don't even listen to the podcast. They're like, I met Lala, and I'm like, good for you. I'm excited for you. You know, like, or they'd see Jax on my back and they'd be like, people would come up and ask, do you know where Jax is? What, where's Jax? Where's he going to be? Blah, 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 blah. Like I was an expert because I had his face on my t-shirt. Yeah. 
wow. So I that was and part of this I'm going to talk about on Patreon. That that was part of where I was torn because I was like really happy for people and excited because it is so accessible to do meet these people that it's great. But then on the other side, and I kind of got this more, I kind of was figuring this out when I was in the VIP lounge. And you know, those are the photo ops you were telling me about that you could just walk up to. Right. The other ones were different that people were having to schedule on all of that. So that's a different thing. But so, yeah, I did see that in the VIP. Um, it was like the Jersey guys and then Olivia and Leva and the Jersey guys were wrapping up and, you know, they're just mobbed. Well, in walks fucking Austin Kroll. And I, it all I could think was no wonder. No wonder Sandoval is the way he is. No wonder Austin and Shep, why the way they are. Because he was mobbed. And this is a VIP lounge. Mobbed. Every girl with their phone, capturing him, wanting him, hanging on him, screaming for him. He couldn't even move to the site where he was supposed to stand for his photo op moment. He couldn't even get there. Yeah. And I was like, you guys realize who this is, right? Like he's kind of a piece of shit. I mean, he's human. Sure. But you know what I mean? Like, I'm like, it it was kind of icky. And you know, when you see them doing that to Sandoval and I'm like the level of fangirlism, it could be girl or guy, just using that as a term was a little gross that we're rewarding some of this disgusting behavior, you know? Yeah. But at the same time, I get it. It's exciting. And that's why people go to Sandoval's show is because they want to feel a piece of it or see it. And and we're all like that at some, you know? Yeah. In, in whatever um, capacity. But yeah, it's just interesting. It's, you can look at it a couple different ways. Oh, so, um, Okay, so that was fun on Friday, and then we had another great meetup on Saturday. Oh, where were you going to play the our little interviews? Um, hmm, I don't know. Either on this one or Patreon, I don't care. Or you could tack it on the end of this one. Yeah. So we had a few people on our Saturday. We decided Saturday meetup. We decided to bring the equipment and like have a couple people sh- that, you know, pop on the mic and um, just get their experience so far with BravoCon. So we did that and yeah, then I guess we can just. Yeah. So, so just to, yeah, just to like back up like how we did it. Um, Sarah went Friday, I went Saturday and then Sarah went Sunday. So it was like super cool that we had like these different experiences to share with you guys too, because um, although it sucked for us that we weren't together, it was still, it was still cool. And I feel like we got a lot done. Yeah. And we're going to figure that out for next time because it's more striking to walk around together with like the matching shirts, but also like Friday I hung around with Talia and that was, it just made it more fun. And I meant to meet up with Anna on Sunday, but I was like running late. I had to get to the panel and then, ended up with a 
I'll tell the story on Patreon. But anyways, it is more fun with another person. You can totally go alone, and you, it's not weird at all. I did it last year. You can walk around alone. You can do the ex- experiences alone. You can sit at, It's no big deal. There's tons of people there by themselves. It's just more fun with someone else. So right. that's one of our, our tips. So the first panel I went to, and you guys, I barely made it. Both Holly and I got up at 4 in the morning Friday to drive over and – I knew the most important panel, obviously, was Vanderpump, and that was at 1245. And I'm like, yeah, perfect. I did the, the map ETA, and it's like, yeah, yeah, it'll, I'll get there at 1020. Totally on track. Um, Holly must have just missed it, and I just hit it because I'm a little bit – I'm probably a half an hour farther away from Vegas than Holly. So huge accident in the mean – in like in between us – and I was stopped in dead traffic for like an hour and a half. And I was so stressed out. And they're like, I had to get gas. I had to go to the bathroom. But I didn't because it was going to take up too much time. So I literally didn't go to the bathroom from 4 a.m. until like 12.30 p.m. Which like two tumblers of coffee, some water. I'm like, I don't have time. I've got to get to Vanderpump. Yeah. So um, Holly was standing outside uh, with my shirt. And then I struggled to park the car. That's another thing that pissed me off. I could have just parked it where we were going to check in at the Venetian. It would have been the closest spot. I know. Free. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, so I did get there in time for the Vanderpump panel and got a good seat. And so we'll talk about that panel. And I showed the trailer. For season 11, which airs January 15th, it's kind of funny because I heard some um, people talking. They're like, yeah, we've heard January. There's no set date yet. I'm like, "Um, yes, there is because you heard Jerry slip it, right? Yep. Yeah, so it is. It's January 15th. But a lot of people, because they weren't there, they're like, it's just January. We don't know yet. And that's the thing. There was a lot of people posting all of this content that weren't at BravoCon. Yeah. And like, well, if you were actually there, you'd know it was January 15th. So not that it matters. It's just why are you pretending? I mean, the thing is, they're streaming a lot of it, too. So, of course, anybody should be able to post. It was so funny. Well, like the second that that was said, Heather texted me and was like, did you just hear January 15th? I think he just slipped up. And I was like, he did. <laughs> sli-. Like it, we were cracking up. And then I like flung a text to Sarah I'm like get that you know get that January 15th date up there first like we we heard it first that was at the producers one right yeah which was the best session yes the best so you guys overall the set um, we're going to talk about you know some of the key ones we went to but there it was a real disappointment the it, the sessions themselves they made they got real tight-lipped like it was clearly from the top down because the hosts or moderators whatever they're called we're very clear every time I went to a session, nope, we can't talk about that. Anything that was like the major issue, Kyle and her divorce, Carl and Lindsay, scandal, they're only going to ask one question. The moderator's going to do it, and it's a real easy softball, and then no one's going to talk about anything. And if you tried to ask it once they let audience ask a question, if you tried to go there, they shut you down. And the crowd is getting pissed because that's why we're there. Like – I went to Summer House mainly because Carl and Lindsay had not seen each other since he broke it off with her. Everyone was there for that reason. And 
it wasn't a, them refusing to talk about it. It was the moderator and whoever was telling him what he was allowed to ask. Or yeah, talk about I that. so being there the second day, I heard like that was one of the biggest complaints that I heard is people were like, what was the point of coming here if they're not going to like if there's like no scoop, like we could have just yeah. watched this on Instagram and, you know, whatever. Really dumb questions. For instance, how about the New York City panel? Here's here's the type of questions that were being asked by these moderators to the panels in New York City. You know, not there's lots of controversial things that could have been asked. No, the moderator said, "Uba, how many bananas have you eaten today? <laughs> Are we really wasting this time?" And then on Summer House, Amanda. Um, everyone wants to know why you were shoeless at last year's BravoCon. Like, do we fucking care? And that's last year's news. Or there'd be a really broad question like, how does it feel to be in Summer House? Like, or, or what was the audition process? Like, we, they're already on the (laughs) show. Like, that is, we don't want to hear that sitting in Las Vegas at BravoCon. Like, we've, We've yeah. heard that. Like, we don't, no one cares how they got on the show. How about, you know, Lindsay, wh- how did you feel when Carl dumped you? And who did you call? What did you do? Like, that's what we want to hear. Yes. It's so frustrating. And I don't know. I Most of the moderators I had, I think yours was the best because you had SE Cup, right? Yes. She was pretty good, except for I did note that she said, you know, they're talking about Kristen coming on and whatever, and, you know, the Ariana of it and how Kristen came in as somber Kristen and she's friends with Ariana. And I heard Essie Cup quote, Well, remember, you lose them how you got them and you get them how you lose them. And I was like, Ooh, that's a little, well, I guess, Le- I guess Lisa said that at the reunion. Yeah. Um, but, I didn't like my moderators. They were just really obnoxious. They were dicks to the audience. Like I said, audience would try to ask a question. I told you no. And next, next. I'm like, just calm down. Who are you anyways? Yeah. I don't know. And just a lot of the same, like, personality type. I, I don't know. I think, I think what they need to do is, like, have someone relevant to each franchise to moderate like someone that has something you know is in the Vanderpumpian world yeah or specializes in that or specializes in New York you know yeah just, I don't know it just seems there's just a lot of things they could do better um well, since I was just on Summer House, I barely have any notes because they wouldn't let Carl and Lindsay really say anything outside of um, oh, how do you guys feel? I'm nervous. Okay. Both of them said they were nervous. That was the juiciest we got out of them. And by not their fault. It's, I think, what they're allowed and not allowed to say. And that's it, really, for Summer House. <laughs> um, it's just, it wasn't notable. Oh, you guys, we posted kind of like more notable videos on Instagram. If you're on our Facebook group, I just uploaded like all every video I took. So if you really want to see every session and panel and I'm not done yet. Cause I haven't loaded Holly's. Um, 
which was the best one, the producer session. I haven't loaded those. And then there's more pictures that I need to load, like from Sunday. And I think I Southern Charm videos. And so there's more, but I think I did like two or three posts with just a ton of videos and pictures. And I'm going to load the rest of them over the next day or so in the Facebook group. Um, or you can catch the highlight reels on Instagram. So there you go. Yeah. Okay. But so the first panel. Vanderpump. So they they talked a little bit, but then they sh- quickly showed the trailer. So you want to talk about the trailer first? Yes. Well, now first I want to talk about. I don't know. It was just so striking to me. I I don't know why I like had this feeling, but it was just so weird seeing Ali, James, Ariana, Sandoval set like uh sitting next to Lisa like a little toddler um <laughs> Katie Brock Sheena and Tom I don't know it that like the cast just seemed like lackluster like out there I was like like something was missing I'm not saying it was Ra- it's Raquel or whatever but it just seemed off to me um and their demeanor like I like obviously so how how Sarah and I did it was Um, when either one of us were in a panel, we would fire off the videos to the other one. And then because we could grab it and post it, because when you're in a panel, you're taking so many videos, there's no way you can post at the same time. So text. (laughs) Yeah. So I would receive a video and so I would watch it quickly to like, see what the gist of it was and then get it up. But I couldn't like, I would kept looking at the, the cast and like, I felt like even like their posture, it was like their mommy was talking for them. They were like, just like slouched down. I was just like, come on guys, like look alive. Yeah. Much like the reunion, Lisa talked way too much. We don't need to hear from her that fine. She can be there, but it's just the same shit. She always does like, Oh, just this every time Sandoval would speak or be referenced the audience would boo stop it I yeah I think the only way that they're gonna pull themselves out of this scandal is for Lisa to come in and kind of like um reprimand people when they when they do things like when they boo and stuff because now they really need to fall back to that the reason this is different is they are all really friends in real life it's like we're we're they're driving that home so hard. It's like we get it, dude. Like you don't need to tell us every five seconds. Like even yes. in even in the Vanderpump producer panel, they were driving that down our throats too. So I did I did like in the producer one when someone asked, "Why do you think it Scandal is so different than like the Jack Stassi Kristen cheating scandal?" Because that was best friends as well, right? You know, obviously the, you know, answer is they were younger, but it wasn't a a seven month affair (laughs) and um, a couple of them were broken up. Um, But I liked their answer, too, is that Jax and Stassi and Kristen, to a degree, were they were um, they were kind of playing a villain role. Right. Mm-hmm. They were, and so people were like, "Yes, this happened to Stassi," or "Yes, this happened to Jax." Whereas Tom was like thought of as like the you know 
the moral compass, the hero. Raquel is this sweet little quiet angel that Lala picks on. And then Ariana's universally beloved. So it just fired people up with their emotions. Whereas Jack's Stassi Kristen, people had more of that. Well, they deserve it. They're assholes. Yeah, it's karma. I, I also feel like for me, the thing that really made it different too was um, a, how long their relationship was. And then B, that they bought a house together. Like, that signifies that, like, you, like, have, you sat down and you're like, we're going to do, we're going to do life together. Like, this is, like, a big life decision and we're going to buy this house together. Like, that just, to me, that just, like, intensifies it, too. So, speaking of the house, Ariana said that due to her Dancing with the Stars schedule, I think she's staying close to the studio or something, that so she's not staying at the house right now while Sandoval's there, but she made it seem more because of like dancing with the stars. So like a temporary. Now he was interviewed. They're like, so I hear you're, or they're like, are you still living with Ariana? And he goes, no, no, we're not, not currently. No. Oh yeah. He literally said that. Like he made it sound like our living together is done. And it's like, "Mm." so but on the panels, she said, I'm just trying to get this change of ownership done. So whether that meant to him or to her, I don't know. I think she wanted to move on from the house, though. Um, that's the first time I've heard her, like, really kind of give an update. And I was happy to hear that. You know, that like, it sounds like maybe, like, something's finally happening. So you could tell, like, the body language and chemistry is still very palpable with Ariana against Sandoval. She wouldn't look at him, acknowledge him. Um, Interestingly enough, I got that same, if you watch the videos, um, because on on the Southern Charm, I think I took the videos of on the, the TV projector so I could see them closer. Madison and Patricia are deadpan anytime taylor speaks or is mentioned or referenced they look down they have like the resting bitch face they will not crack a smile but then when other people start talking they're all light and smiley and happy so it was like you could just feel that energy and that's how ariana you could feel her energy she still had that reunion energy towards sandoval yeah absolutely yeah it was very yeah you could just tell Anytime he spoke or said something, she was trying to not, like, react with her body. Like, she was holding her body still, but, like, by looking at her, you could tell she was, like, highly annoyed by him. Well, he's still fucking talking to her, and so Sheena tried to justify her hanging out with Sandoval, was saying, I was telling him how he needs to change his behavior and stop talking about Ariana, because, I mean, she is right. He's still on his podcast. Like, today he said... I've already apologized. How many times do I have to apologize? He's like, go listen to my podcast. You'll hear me apologize all the time. I'm like, yeah, go listen to your podcast and you'll hear yourself saying how, well, my self-esteem was in the gutter because I was scolded like a child. You can see it. She eye-rolled me. She corrected me. She told me what to wear. She she just destroyed my – so, again, he's still in justification mode. Yeah. So saying sorry, those are just words. And he's like, I'm about actions. I'm like, yeah, and your actions are saying the opposite of sorry because you keep justifying it. So she should still be that way because he's just full of shit. The other thing that 
um, and then we'll get into the trailer. I know I keep veering off, but the other thing that I couldn't help but notice, and I heard other people mention this too, is it's like, it's crazy enough that he even was included in BravoCon or even had the balls to come because he did receive like some booze and like, you know, there are people who are still like taking it very personally that he's there, whatever. Um, but like he could have shown up and like been like a little more like humble in like his outfit, his demeanor, oh, yeah. the way he talked. Like he showed up in a fucking kilt and shirtless. Like, naked chest he's got some he's, like it, yeah like, tattoo or it looked like a fake tattoo like, like a, a fake tattoo. yeah like a neck tattoo and then one on his chest too it's like a faded scorpion or something it's just come on but like and like came tanned chiseled and like ready to you know yeah be with his adoring fans and yeah. he, and he had he had the nerve to have a booth selling the sweatshirts <laughs> At least last year he was selling his makeup Strix and his Good Love and Whiskey, which I still never understood why it was just Sandoval's booth and not the Schwartz's. And same here. It's it should be the Tom Tom booth or the Lisa and Tom's booth because it was this one he was just selling the Raquel sweatshirts and shirts. Crazy. Like cashing in on it. Granted it was very I saw I, I saw a person or two buy it, but it was like the emptiest booth for the most part. But I feel like like if you're going to go that far to like have a booth and sell the actual sweatshirt from Scandaval, like I would have had a freaking banner that says like own a piece of Scandaval history. You know, like I would have like really pushed yeah. people. And clearly the I don't think the branding and marketing worked because the booth was pretty empty. Although I did see some people in our group, not going to out you by name, but like people do still like the sweatshirt, and like I get that. So I wonder, I wonder how many he sold. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, you guys have seen around Instagram, or, or I mean, around like you know all the well, yeah, Instagram, whatever news, the whole stuff with Sheena, and we see that in the trailer. Katie stepping to Sheena and then Katie brings it up again on the red carpet when like E! News is interviewing Ariana about what do you think about Sheena partying with Sandoval last night in his suite? So um, I think we should talk about that on Patreon because I heard some other things about um, that and people related to that story. So when we get into like some of the personal stuff, let's talk about that. You really are teasing that Patreon. <laughs> I just want to be a little freer. No, you know? I I know, I know, I know. Like if I named the person that gave you the bad information, someone is going to like take that clip and like run and be like, "Look, they're talking shit about you." Where it's like, "We're not talking shit about you. We're just saying you gave us some incorrect information." I mean, that- it could have been like very innocent. The person wasn't like, you know, wasn't like you know, by decree, they will be the, yes. they, they just mentioned it, you know. Of course, but I'm saying people will take it and twist it like we were bitter about it. It's oh. like, well, we knew that wasn't true anyways, but thanks for the tip. We'll look out for it. Yeah, no, it's funny. It's funny, <laughs> I think. You know, just unfortunately people, uh, I know that's happening with Heather McDonald. People are in her Patreon and taking it and running to like Jeff Lewis and stuff like that. So all these things, they keep going back and forth because people are doing that. Yeah. Um, 
you know, they're causing the riff to continue that, you know, she responded after her show. Then he responded on his morning radio show this morning. So it's like now she's going to have to come back to that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's not even them doing it. It's the fans that are reporting back to either one of them. I'm sure with a little bit of a twisted version. That's or because, yeah, we phone game. All of us love drama, you know, yes. I get it. <laughs> totally. I mean, yeah, we got to help them create the entertainment. Totally. So. Okay. So let's talk about the trailer. So I know you are very annoyed with the same beach scene at the same exact spot. And you okay. So yeah, yeah. So again, you guys, I'm sitting. Um, so we weren't able to check into our hotel room before because Sarah arrived so close to when the panel was. So I got to Vegas literally at about nine o'clock. And so from like nine o'clock until three, I was just like wandering Vegas, um, you know, in my sitting in my car, like bopping around. So when this, when Sarah sent it to me, she's like, this is the trailer. I watched it and like, I don't know, I was like delirious at this point. And I'm like, this isn't the trailer. I've already seen this. And it was that darn beach scene that it was like, can they pick like a different beach or like maybe a different tarp to go over for their shade? It was identical like to the point where I was like and I even thought people were like wearing the same swimming costumes I was like what is happening and you're talking about the same scene as when last year when James threw the drink in Schwartz's face yes okay so the first thing I want to talk about was they you know they really played it up so you know everyone's so excited for the Vanderpump panel and you know we're all one like we uh, we just went through Scandable. We're dying to see what's going to happen. And so it's like this, like, it's the opening scene. And so it looks like everybody, like, glasses breaking. It's very dramatic. Uh, Tom and Ariana are laughing together, throwing their heads back. Everybody who you're like, wait, th- what? 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 Why? What's happening? So it's like, a, it's supposed to be like one year ago. So much has changed. Um, but it was like very confusing. And, and so, yeah, I found myself going like, wait, did they reshoot this or is this old footage? Like what is happening? Um, yeah. Yeah. But it's new and it's James like, okay, I'm going to draw a line in the sand. This is Ariana's half and this is Sandoval's. So this is the beach scene where we see Lala hugging Sandoval and everyone were like Lala's. I mean, Lala does this on the panel, too. It's like, for the loudest person at the reunion, who probably shouldn't have been the loudest, she's the one, like, hugging him and standing up for him on the panel. And then, But, like, but so, like, I'm, obviously we don't know the order of sequence that will happen in season 11, but, like, can you imagine, like, you're Ariana, you've gone through everything she's gone through, and they're like, okay, we're um, we have a call time of being down at the beach um that'll be your first scene james will draw a line in the sand like that would be like like i don't know it'd be one thing if it was like something like it's like lisa's getting an award you guys all have to be there like of course you have to film together ariana like that's it's your job but this this just seems so wacky you know like who wants to like they're way up on the beach they're nowhere near the ocean it's just like a ridiculous scene yeah and then of course we have the Lisa narrating, he has lost everything. He's lost his best friend. His business is going down. He needs 
you know, whatever. And then they show Sandoval like, ah! like in his therapy session, whatever. Like, okay, broken bird, we get it. If they, just... if they do that and then don't say what like Ariana has lost, like if they only if this is only like a spotlight no. on like Sandoval's redemption, like I- I'm gonna lose it. Well, that is interesting because then they do show Ariana saying, "You ruined my life. You ruined where I live." And you tried to kill my dog. You'll be hearing from my lawyer. Um, so everyone's speculating, like, was he trying to, like, kill Charlotte to, like, speed that along? Or was he? did he do something to her current dog, Maya, like, try to kill him somehow? Like, inquiring it, minds want to know. It has, it has to be Maya. Really? Do you think, like, he didn't feed Maya or left... Yeah, or, or yeah, Outside. was was doing, yeah, had a party or something and let the dog, yeah, so I bet you something like that. Let the dog out the front. And, and it's like, that busy street. Lisa, are you cool with that? Like, is that, that's okay right. with you? Like, Vanderpump dogs? Irresponsible dog ownership. Ooh, cru- we like, need to yeah, reach cru- out to Lisa after we see that scene, like, call her out on that. Yeah, cru- cruelty <laughs> towards an animal. Like, that's not cool. Yeah. So we have Katie lecturing Sheena. She's like, you know, she will cut you off. And she, uh, Katie kind of does that on the, you know, the, this weekend at BravoCon too, based on Sheena parting in Sandoval's suite, which, you know, Sheena has her explanation for that. And it didn't seem to sit well with Ariana because she's like, yeah, that's, that's weird. Just, Ariana seemed annoyed. Katie seemed to be like, look, you guys, she, Ariana meant it. Like you, you're gonna hang with him. You're cut out, and it seems like she's sticking with that for the most part. Like she's acknowledging people, like Billy Lee or Kyle, like saying hello, but she's not hanging out with them. So if Sheena right, or right. Lala are gonna hang out with Sandoval. That's gonna change their relationship with Ariana. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So who knew Katie would be the ride or die? Yeah, I, I in a way, like, I am quietly impressed with Katie. Like, yeah, she's not, and she's doing it in her own way, which I really appreciate. Like, she she's not pulling a Stassi where, like, she's not giving the Stassi. She's done that before where she acts like she's ride or die, but really she's just, like, following Stassi's orders. And I really feel, yeah. like, for this, that she is, like, stepping into her own. She she really hasn't veered from this, the way she has felt about all this from the beginning. So Yeah, and, and she does it with Schwartz, too. Like, she doesn't cower into, like, you know, she's like, no, I meant it, Schwartz, what I said. You're... You know, yeah, she's she has nailed the boundaries. Yeah, so I'm kind of uh, into that. Like me too. She's drawing the hard line in the sand. Totally. So, yeah. So, yeah. And also, uh, yeah. Also, like I am highly looking forward to the Sheena Katie like combos. I think that those it's going to be super dynamic if they have a little bit of like a beef going on. Like we need that. If if everybody's on the same page and everybody is doing the same thing, it's going to be so boring. So I'm kind of into this. Yeah, and BravoCon helped, you know. There's a couple things on other shows where shit happened because of shit happened shit that happened at BravoCon. Um like we saw on Orange County, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, it carries so- through. 
this, like that trailer of Katie saying that to Sheena, that just happened again this weekend with, you know, James started it by, they're all on a panel together and James like, Lala, how was it hanging out with Sandoval last night in his suite? And she's like, what are you talking about? Because you guys, the video, it's kind of dark. It's a little grainy. Sheena just went, you know, pretty blonde. And she put her hair up in like the classic Lala messy top knot with the two strips hanging down the way Lala almost always wears her hair, right? She even wore her hair that way at her own show. So it did look like Lala. I thought it was Lala. James thought it was Lala. Lala's like, I was in bed by 11 o'clock and Ariana was on that panel. She goes, no, that was Sheena. And then in that same video, it's Sheena sitting next to Captain Jason talking to him. Sandoval's panning his phone around the room. And then next to Sandoval is Brock and Brock pops in like he does. Hi, everybody. You know, I'm like, so it's definitely Sheena, right? So Sheena had to answer for that. She said that they were... They'll finish the Watch What Happens Live thing. They, wherever they were partying closed. So they went up to the suite. Well, it happened to be Sandoval's suite. And they like just continued partying. She's like, I wasn't going to his suite. We were continuing the party of everyone that like was left over. I don't know. That's her story. And she's sticking to it. So, But that caused... So then Ariana and Katie were asked about that on the red carpet the next day by like the E news people or whoever it was. And they're like, how do you feel about, or was it true? And Ariana's like, yeah, it's, that's weird. I think that's very weird. And that's where she was annoyed. So that's definitely, well, I guess it's not going to be part of the season since they wrapped, but it, it probably will be part of the reunion. Yeah, for sure. So that should be fun. Yeah. <laughs> Another thing we saw, so we heard from the producers how Jax is going to come back and confront Sandoval. But then yesterday we see Jax in the photo ops in the, you know, with Jax and Brittany are arm in arm with the Toms. Jax has got a huge smile, his arm around Sandoval. It's just like. And he was at the the dinner they went to as well. Oh, the dinner and Sandoval was at their Halloween grand opening at Jax's. Although I did listen to Brittany's podcast on my drive home and it was clear. She was really trying to make it known that they did not know he was coming. He was not invited. She goes, I know a lot of you were very upset about that. We did not know. We were just as surprised as you. And like, she was really trying to distance herself whereas Jax is not distancing himself really he's I don't know hmm. I mean they're they're fine and Jax has even said it he's like it's fine he's like Lala the punishment doesn't fit the crime anymore okay Lala the loudest person at the reunion Jax is like there too he's like he's been beat up enough it's fine now it's like thank you Jax yeah you can't he Still enjoying Jax. He's just still so full of shit. Like, he he told us he couldn't go to BravoCon because he was filming something all weekend. He was in North Carolina for a House of Villains thing Friday, but he was home Saturday. Him and Brittany flew to Vegas. They were asked last minute. She did say that as well. They were asked on, like, Friday to come. Um, or Thursday or Friday. Uh, but then he said... He told Heather McDonald he was going to be at the Venetian for a thing, and then that wasn't true. And that you know, there's just all these. On, that was on her podcast. There's all these 
lies that don't add up or the cha- the Carter changes a story. They be a change in <laughs> a lot with him. So yeah, anyways, we'll talk more about that on the Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> hey, just good. Go over there for this month for $3 for BravoCon Part 2. If you don't like it, it's fine. Then stop it. It's $3. I'd say I'd refund your money, but I don't want everyone. I don't have a checkbook anymore. I think <laughs> I'd have to order. They don't like give you free checks anymore. I'd have to order them. And it's like. Yeah. Do they even print checks anymore? I guess people like Venmo me $3. All right. Okay, so Sandoval, he was pretty much booed every time. Um, you can probably hear that on the videos we posted. One of the audience questions was, um, why don't you just go away after everything that, you know, you're having to deal with? Like, wouldn't it just be easier just to, like, call it a day and go away? Um, the audience erupted in laughter. And Sandoval was like, why? Because I like to face things and I just don't run away. Okay. And then Brock chimed in. He's like, look, I really enjoy Sandoval. He, I enjoy his conversations. Um, he's a friend. It's like, pipe down, Brock. You're not doing yourself any favors. Like, you just had your redemption arc. Like, you were canceled. You are very lucky to have redeemed yourself from the general public that threw stones at you not too long ago. We didn't. We were on your side. Um... Quickly aligning yourself with Sandoval is good. Like, you're still, people are still on the fence with you, Brock, is what I'm saying. So be careful. Yeah. I didn't throw stones, but I, I like, I might have had one in my hand. I didn't launch it, though. <laughs> <laughs> I was, yeah, I was a champion. Like, not a, I, of course, you have to, like, look at some of the things, you know, the family and the... I'm still looking at it. I still don't see anything, but I guess we just let it go. I know he's, you know, paid off his child support, and I know he's been allowed to have some communication with his children, and I know they're working on growing that so that he could go to Australia and then maybe finally see them again. So when Brock and Sheena said they're going to Australia for Christmas, like, like the day after Christmas... I assumed they're taking like summer down there to see his family and then he'll maybe get to see his kids. I don't, they're not taking summer and they're going down because they're like being featured at a music festival. So (laughs) I don't even think that they're going to see his kids (laughs) because they have like two days in a row, like one day's a live podcast and another day she's featured at a music festival so I don't, I don't think that's even in the cards. So like, why not just bring summer, spend some more time, and I don't know what's going on. I'm just saying you should probably be careful, Brock. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I just obviously like it's none of my business, but I, I, I just I have not stopped watching, and I will not stop watching to see what happens with that. It's just it's. It's and a, it, I can't stop. Yeah, it's, and an, we it's won't stop. It's interesting, and I, I just like every time like he talks about you know kids or what like a, a lot of people at BravoCon were saying, oh, I had such a great conversation with him about kids and did it. It's like, does he bring up his other kids or just summer or it's just like a little awkward, you know? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. 
Well, but he doesn't seem to think it's awkward. So cool. Yeah, that's for them to figure out. I mean, I know the kids aren't seem to be doing well, and they have their own father. That's you know their father, not their birth father. Their you know their real father. Um, but still, it's. I'd still got to sting a little bit to see, especially since they post everything. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, yes, they look like amazing parents to Summer. Summer seems amazing, you know. She's talking and smart and, like, he's always with her. And I'm like, oh, that would sting. Like, if you were the baby mama or the children even, that, like, that would still hurt a little bit. Mm-hmm. But not saying they shouldn't post or anything. Just, I don't know. It's, for them to it's a little out. messy, yeah. <laughs> so we have then we have Lala in addition to Brock standing up for Sandoval. And she's like, "Listen, I don't care. Y'all can boo me if you want, but I don't think the punishment no longer fits a crime." And you know, there's something to be said. He still showed up and he went and he performed. And if I was him, I'd tell y'all to go fuck off. Like, pff, pff, wow. Yeah. Okay. I think even, like, in that moment, like, Sandoval was surprised that she said that. It was like, okay, cool. (laughs) And then I feel like it's making it extremely obvious, like, during the the Vanderpump uh, producers panel. They're like, I think you're going to be really surprised who forgives Sandoval first. Like, who the list is. Like, you're going to be be very surprised who, who that person might be. It's like, hmm, I wonder who it could be. What, is it Ariana? Because that would be the only answer. Or maybe yeah. Katie. Yeah. Then, yes, I'm surprised. But do they not? I mean, I did you see I tagged Alex Baskin in the in the one thing? I'm like, they have this question. Wouldn't it make sense to have a, you know, Vanderpump spinoff with someone asked about Jax and Kristen and Stassi? And he goes, well, there are a lot of people that are in the Vanderpump universe that are still involved in the world, but not on the show. So, yes, that would make sense for a spinoff, wouldn't it, being all coy? So when I posted that video, I was like, can we stop with a little dance? Like, we know not only did you film, you've wrapped filming. Everyone knows this about the Vanderpump Valley or the village or whatever. You're inviting Jackson, Brittany, and Kristen to BravoCon now. Like, just why aren't you just saying it like what's it's not that big of news quite frankly you know it's like oh okay like plus it's not even news because everybody already knows it it actually makes me nervous that they are not going to announce it and they're they're just straight doing a roll off into it and I, I just don't think, like, I they think, think they're going to trick us all. Yeah. yeah. It'd be like, ha, ha, ha. But I. Gotcha. Yeah. I, I just, <laughs> I think to my friends that are newly watching Vanderpump Rules again from Scandival, and they are going to come on the TV and they're not going to know who they are or what it has. They're going to be extremely confused and it's, it's going to be not good if they don't roll it out a little bit. Yeah. So when they were all excited announcing that Jax will co- come back and confront Sandoval. That's what's going to happen. He's going to come and then he's going to, they're going to show him going home to Brittany and his house. Kristen's going to be over and we're just going to continue the episode. And then like 45 minutes later, realize, wait a second. We never went back to Tom Tom. We're, we're now in the Valley. What's happening. It's, I already see it. 
like you said. Uh, and to be honest, like, yes, I want to see Jax confront uh, Sandoval. I think that's actually very interesting. Well, I also wanted to see Kristen confront him. That All of the scenes that they teased us that happened in that house on that special day when, well, not a special day, on that horrible day for Ariana, I want to see that. Yeah, exactly. We want the lost footage. Yes. So, oh, I heard today someone interviewing Sandoval, and they're like, well, you know, what's next for you? Would you consider doing something like The Bachelor, being the next Bachelor? And I was like, who are you, interview person? Like, that's the dumbest question. Who's going to make Sandoval The Bachelor? Like, hell will freeze over. Yuck. Um, He's like... No, well, no, actually, what he said was, um, like, uh, you know, like, um, mm, well, that was legit. I'm quoting verbatim. (laughs) And then he said, no, like, uh, I'm not like really, um, vibe. I don't really like vibe like The Bachelor. Um, like, no, no offense to like, um, those, you know, to them, but, uh, Bachelor in Paradise looks fun. I'm like, yeah, of course. It's just about hooking up. But <sighs> anyways. And I guess the only other okay, a couple more things happened. Um, the moderator asked, like, Schwartz, how are you and Katie now? He's like, Oh, I love Katie. Hi Katie. You look beautiful. And she's like, You look like a couch. <laughs> that was hilarious. It was. And he did. And he took his coat off for the next panel he was on, the Winterhouse panel, because of that comment. Then it goes to audience questions, and the first question comes from Andy Cohen. He's in the audience. like He's like, yeah, um, my question's for James and Sandoval. Like, how do you, how'd you get so shredded and ripped? And so, of course, they stand up, take off their shirts, and they're like, strutting around. And someone suggested, like, who's more fit or shredded. So it it turned into this push-up contest that, quite frankly, did go on way too long. But, I mean, props, because they were both struggling. (laughs) And then they they both went into downward dog a couple times. I'm like, that's cheating. (laughs) Um, Eventually, Sandoval gave up. I think he could have kept going and was going to out of spite. And I think maybe something switched on for him, thinking, wait... People want James to win. They want me to lose. If I win, they will still boo me. Yeah. So I think he was smart in stopping. Yes. Because people would not have been happy if James lost. (laughs) So Sandoval did the right thing. Just saying. So, yeah, that was Vanderpump. Um, What else? Southern. Okay. Beverly Hills really, again, nothing happened. Um... Some of the ladies, like, kind of trashed Denise, like, Dorit and Kyle and Erica Jane. They said she comes in. They're kind of insinuating, like, she comes in, like, like she's mentally off or something. Like, she's cuckoo. Huh. Kind of like how people talk about Kelly Ben Simone on Scary Island. Like, ooh, she's got some screws loose. Um, But then Kyle did break down. She was very raw. She, like, got choked up couldn't get her words out for a little bit so she's really come into her own she was always like the I thought kind of a boring housewife because she just plays it safe but like 
that episode last week of how she was talking to Mauricio, I was like, whoa. And then seeing her on stage, and then also um, she was on Two T's in a Pod because um, her, you know, her and Teddy are like best friends. But it was actually a really good podcast. She revealed a lot of information. It wasn't just a fluffy and Teddy's her best friend, so she's not going to ask any hard questions. It was good. So if you guys want to, I recommend listening to that one. It's like 40 minutes or something. Oh, that's cool. Um, so, yeah. But she did kind of slip up at one point, and she's like, yeah, it was just hard because this was happening while, you know, I was going through my divorce. And whereas, like, publicly, she's only said that they're separated and they're hopeful they'll be able to find their way through this. Yeah. But then she slipped up with the divorce. Comments, Ooh. So stay tuned. Um, do you want to touch on New York since you attended that one? Yeah. Um, I was kind of disappointed with New York. It was, it was okay. Um, that's how Beverly Hills was too. Yeah. Uh, they just, they didn't really get into it. Like they tried to bring up like, why is Jenna fucking Lyons not here? And like, they had an excuse for that, but it was like very awkward. Um, and it just was like, I don't know. The flow was really off. Like, there was the like the three girls on one side and the two on the other and like they were like kind of talking to each other and then over each other and like it what it just like wasn't quite hitting so um really nothing to write home about on that one like no new juice or anything um it was and i even i watched your videos again before today and i was like I'm like, well, I'm not even going to take notes because there was nothing really to note. And I thought, well, Holly attended that one. Maybe she has something more than just like the videos I saw. And yeah, it really didn't seem like that. And I know that's true because all of the ones I attended, that was my experience too. And um, so for that one, I really had to fight for a seat. And I got, I think I was like, the third row on the end. So I had like an excellent seat, but it got so packed in there. This was like really shocking to me. That panel was absolutely, there was not one seat. There was probably like 200 people waiting in line to still get into that show that could not get in. Um, and I don't know. Like I, Wait, if they I couldn't get in even in general admission. Yes. What about the whole bar area and all those cocktail tables? That was all full? This was in the other theater. The um, the one where the Vanderpump one was. Right. So every time, that's the biggest room. And there's two bars. There's a couple experiences you can do, like the Top Chef one. Every time I was in there, all of those cocktail tables that were you know no, by the it, bar. It wasn't in that one. Oh, it wasn't in that. No, one. no, it was not. This well, isn't. Is oh, you mean the Jerry one? Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. Talking about the one I went to. Sorry. Um, sorry. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, you could not get in. You could not get a general admission oh. seat. And um, I know because I ended up getting out of that. I like I left that panel early and whipped around to the VIP line so I could be like first for the producer one. And um, I was. I was the only one in the VIP lane for probably like 15 minutes and then a couple people joined me and then, but behind me, those people were waiting the entire time and never got in like a lot of people. 
wow, okay, so that's how New York was, and it was so frustrating. Whereas my experience, both on Friday and Sunday, you could get into anywhere. There's no need for VIP. Everyone could have a seat, plus the whole half of the hall was empty. You could have your own cocktail table. Um, so spatially, it was line-wise, it was so much better. But see, that was the huge room. So right. Um, but in New York, all the the rooms were huge rooms. So I just think this one was better organized. But they obviously should have put New York in the big room then, because I what else would have been there at the same time? Well, and I don't think um, Jersey, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I'm not sure. You don't think what? Maybe Salt Lake? No. No, because I, I might have gone to that. It was something I did. I didn't care that I saw. <laughs> so I don't know because I know I picked. Yeah. I picked that one over it. Yeah. Um, are you gonna say something else? No. Um, oh, I was just gonna say, like regarding like the VIP versus the other one. I think if you were like in the moment and not looking to like post things on social media, it would okay be okay to be like general admission or, or stand wherever. But there is something to be said for being like right in front to be able to get those videos and just to listen without people talking and like being obnoxious. Um, I felt like you could like really say more in the VIP, you know, like be quiet, get out of my way. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're going to touch on VIP or general admission and the Patreon episode. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm looking. So yes, I understand why now Andy was in the gold room at that time. Oh, Okay. So he's going to draw the biggest crowd. Well, they, I mean, it, there, I couldn't believe, like, if I was the New York girls, I would have been so proud. And they, I think they said that a couple of times, too. They were like, you know, they were really grateful that everybody was nice to them. And they got, they were welcomed very warmly by the Bravo community. Yeah. So. Okay. I have, like, literally two things on Southern Charm. And then let's finish off with the producers and then we'll move it over to the other one. So in Southern charm, again, nothing that the, the moderator would shut stuff down, nothing juicy. Um, they wouldn't get too much into the, um, tailor of it all. Um, like I said, Madison and Patricia seemed very deadpan. Anytime it came to Taylor, uh, Patricia, they said, they asked Patricia, what'd you think about this season? And she's like, I was bored. She was like, there just wasn't enough. I love that. I was like, wow. Um, and then someone asked about Catherine, and they said that they did film a few scenes with her, but they don't think that they'll make it to air, especially with her recent dramas, you know, mm. news news about her. But they're hoping that maybe next year she could come back. Someone asked Olivia about she was seen hanging out with Sandoval. So this was really good. Someone asked this so she could clear it up because I did see a picture then and it looked like her and Sandoval like walking through the casino or something together. She's like, no. Oh my gosh. And I thought, hmm, well, she does know him because I met her at Schwartz and Sandy's for their grand opening uh -huh. night. Uh -huh. Right. I'm like, oh, well, maybe, you know, she knows them better than Katie and Ariana. I'm just like, no, I'm very team Ariana. She's like, I, we, we were coming out of some like panel or something and they he just happened to come out of one door just as she did so it just like they hit at the same time 
And she goes, and I instantly saw how it looked, and I thought, oh, shit, it's Sandoval. <laughs> like, That's funny. So it's just one of those flukes. Um, but one of the funniest questions was someone asked, um, like, the men, like, do you worry about aging out? Like, you know, this show, now you're into your 40s, some of you, and it's, you know it's kind of sad. You're just like this partying frat boy. Don't you think there's a point where you age out? And of course it's, you know, directed at Shep. Yeah. Um, and he's, cause so he's going to be defensive. He's like, no, I mean, we started this show. It's all age. Craig's like, it's all ages. And it's always going to be. And Shep's like, I, you know, who's to say you can't have fun when you're older too. I mean, he's like, look at the show when it started. We had, you know, me and like, I was like 33, but then we had T Thomas Ravenel and he was like in his fifties and the, the, without missing a beat, the girl that asked the question, she goes, and that's your role model. <laughs> that was, yeah, that was so hilarious. Yeah. And he's just like, oh, touche. Yeah. He, there's nothing he could do. Yeah. And he's usually, you know, very quick witted. Oh my God. So I had a moment like that happen on fricking Halloween. Um, there's this cute little boy who Daisy hangs out with. They're like little, like she was dressed as Sally and he was Jack Skellington. Like they're super cute together. And he, he's like in this phase where he's like, he says like poop and fart. Like, and he thinks it's really funny. So he's like, I was sitting by the fire, like all the parents were out there and he's like, hi farty. He said that to me. So, I, so I'm like, you little stinker. I said something. And so Daisy goes, my mom farts all the time, like in front of <laughs> all of the parents. And like, there, oh, no. there was like nothing. I, like, it was like exactly like how Shep was like caught with, I was like, uh, like I couldn't say anything. And then one of the dads like started busting up laughing, like, like how I laugh at a fart joke. And so it was like this. So everyone's laughing. And like, I'm just sitting there like being called out for farting. And I'm like, thanks. Yeah. I'm like, thanks, Daisy. Cool. You can't really get much worse than that. No, I, mean, I, I, I was just sitting there like, Ugh. I will even give that to you over my orange chair situation, because at least those were strangers. And I never had to see them again. Yes. Oh my. Yes. That that's horrifying. It was. It was like <laughs> like I wish someone videoed it because like I I've never been called out that hard before with everyone laughing. Like usually I'm the one laughing, so I was like I had to sit there and take it. It wasn't bad, but it, it was. I was like, okay, Daisy, you're in trouble. Did you ground her? Yeah, I'm like, yeah, if I hear you say that again, <laughs> you, you should wash your mouth out with soap. Yes. <laughs> That's what Julia and Dave would do to Josh and Laura. They'd literally put soap in their mouths. <laughs> I think I think that happened to my brother once. Like and really? yeah, and I remember just being like horrified. <laughs> <sighs> okay, let's talk about the best panel. It's when you attended with producer Jerry and Alex Baskin, producer Natalie, and then some girl named Shiana. And at first I kept thinking Jerry was referencing Sheena, and I'm like are you fucking kidding me? After all this time, he still mispronounces Sheena's name. And then I realized, oh, wait, it's the other producer and her name's Shiana. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So, okay. We, Alex teased about the spinoff, but he announced he has another show coming out called Bravo's Hot Mike, where it's going to be like behind the scenes of the shows he said, oh, I'm sure this one's directed at us. He's like, yeah, and we're going to dispel a lot of the conspiracy theories out there and tell the truth of what really happened. I'm sure that was like 
some of the conspiracy theories we were speculating on about Scandaval, right? Yeah. Um, Which, by the way, if you read in between the lines of what they were saying on that panel, like, I I was not embarrassed. Like, it's not like they said Holly farted. It sounded to me like Holly was right. It sounded to <laughs> me like they... They're pl- they had to plan it out. Of course they did. Like, they got the story, yeah. and then they worked around it. Like, d- I mean, I don't know. I, I, th- I think it offended people that that I was – what I am was trying to say was, like, they obviously ha- – they're making a reality show. They're going to have to make it work, and that's literally what they said. Yeah. Someone asked how they found out, and it was a little different because everyone we had had heard, like, Ariana called producers. It was like, no, Jerry said they were all in one of their, like, post-production wrap-up meetings, the production crew, and they had, like, there was one little question they had to ask Ariana. So while they're all on Zoom, one of the producers, Kurt, I think that's the one that held Sandoval back, right, in the alley. Mm Mm-hmm called her to ask her the question. He's like, Oh, are you available to like come in tomorrow for this? And she said, no, actually I'm not because I just found out like my boyfriend's been fucking Raquel for the last whatever, blah, blah, blah. And they were all like, Oh shit. (laughs) I mean, I mean, I mean, but like, wasn't it interesting that they were all on a call to make sure they're all on the same page for their storylines and the reunion questions and that they like they're yeah that that's what they do they are making a show so i i don't know like they said that they do they know things and then they kind of plan the scenes around them and then they and then they're like do you lie to the cast and they're like we never lie to them you know like right. well we will not say everything but you know so and that's what like i'm thrilled for Alex Baskin's idea. Like I I like give it all to me. I love hearing the bes- behind the scenes stuff. So I think that's like super smart to do a show like that. Yeah. So they were asked if they knew about Sandoval and Raquel and they said they didn't, but they could tell something was up, especially with Sandoval. They're like he was seeking out a lot of validation and going out a lot, and it reminded some of them of, they're like, he got like this in the later years of him and Kristen, so we've seen him, his patterns before, you know, when he feels beaten down, and he's looking for validation and adoration, and, you know, a fangirl, um, so they, they, I think they, they said they basically felt like something was happening, and they just didn't know the specifics. And I feel like, we were noticing something too. Um, obviously not to this scale, but I, I, I yeah. feel like even with us just hanging out with them, at, you know, it's events and different nightclubs. Like I, I noticed something too, for sure. I never thought yeah. it was this, but sheesh. Yeah. Yeah. That was, um, Natalie. Someone said, is it hard not to play favorites? I thought that was a, an ode to Jerry. Um, I, I I laughed really loud when they said that. Like, and I looked right at him. <laughs> I was like front and center. You, I had the best. Like, that's did why. Did he look I, at you? <laughs> did he see you? I honestly think he did. I really yeah. do. <laughs> <laughs> so they tried to dance around that, but like, well, you know, it's like your children. One's good at math. One's good at sports. One's good at one gets into trouble. <laughs> yeah. Just say it. 
Um, someone asked um, about, you know, did they offer Raquel? And they said, basically, Alex said, Alex said there was conversations that were ongoing, but like for a lot of it, they were just talking with some rep of hers because she was in the treatment place for a long part of it. And it just kept going back and forth and they were well into filming. So it just ultimately didn't really make any sense. And ultimately she declined. Now, and I, I heard she was also um, invited to BravoCon too, but declined. Now I wonder who's leaking that out because we heard that when that was happening, we knew that they were in negotiations. We knew that they had kind of failed. We, we, we heard all of this. So someone is for sure leaking stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the other so, thing that I found interesting was how they, they kind of, they brought up like the Vanity Fair article and like the allegations that Raquel brought, you know, that, um, her mental health maybe wasn't taken as seriously as it should and things like, or that there's not people to go to, you know, if you're feeling a certain way or like, there's just not a, a system in place to protect the, the cast members or whatever. Um, I found it, Jerry seemed to take personal offense to that. He said that he's the one who really, you know, held Raquel's hand through all this and that he, they were 100% on board to show a fun single Raquel. Like they were like, they were rooting for her. Um, they still like her, you know, they, they wish that, I don't know. I just found it interesting. I knew Jerry was her handler. I just knew it. <laughs> well, and he was the one that got her to say that stuff in the in the post reunion interview a week mm -hmm, later. Mm -hmm. um, speaking of, I don't know why I thought of this, but congrats to Charlie. She got engaged to her boyfriend Corey on BravoCon weekend. That was crazy. Yeah. So the, the only other question I heard from your videos was someone asked. They're like, don't you think that Allie's just like a social climber and they all disagree. They think Allie's great. They think she's genuine. They think they she handles um, James really well. And then Jerry's like, no, I, I love her. I think she's great. He's like, I do tend to get, you know, be maybe too trusting of people sometimes. He goes, so I guess, you know, we'll see if in five years she sleeps with Sandoval, then I guess we'll know her true intentions. So, yeah. That's it. Anything else from that panel? Um, no, just like the energy was great. It was super fast paced. Like any question that was asked by either like um, the fans or, you know, the um, the host, I thought they did a really good job of passing it around. It was just so it was just fun hearing from them. It was cool. Great, great panel. Yeah, that was, like, the only one worth going to. I mean, uh, other than that, yeah, I don't know. Well, we'll give our tips and tricks on the on the continuation of this over on Patreon. And some gossip and maybe some, like, opinions on some of the booths and some of the talent. And, like, some of the talent, I don't know why they had a booth. Like, uh, M Malia, <laughs> I'm going to call that out. But there's so many like that. I'm like, why do you have a booth? Or if they had a booth, it would be unrelated to what they normally sell. Just weird shit. So we'll shit talk that on the Patreon rather than here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. If that's not a teaser, we're about to do a bunch of shit talking and gossip. <laughs> All right. Oh, you guys, we're going to be back. Also, I have all my notes from all the shows last week. 
but at this point they're now it's like week two so we'll just do each you know two weeks of each show so um we've got a lot we've got salt lake we've got winter house um miami i did potomac i did anyways there's a lot coming this week so and don't forget, at the end of this episode, I'm going to add in um, a couple interviews that we did at our meetups. And I just want to say, again, every single person that came up to us that went out of their way to come to our meetups when it was like, it was very difficult to get around, like, because there was a giant convention in town. And it was just like, it was packed and it was tiring being at BravoCon. Like, I don't think everyone realized, like, how much walking and everything that you do. So... You guys, like, Sarah and I felt so special meeting all of you, and we so appreciate it. It was, like, that, to me, was the best part of BravoCon. Um, shout out to some of the other podcasters that came to see us. Dames Who Dish, we love finally meeting you in person. Mm-hmm. Um, I love their podcasts. They're, they just remind us of us. Um, Shamps and Gossip, we got to meet them. Um, that's a fun podcast, Bravo related pop culture. And then Anna from Bravo made me do its Instagram page. That's a popular Bravo related page. And just all the other people we met a lot of other podcasters, you know, in the convention hall and the VIP lounge and stuff like that. Uh, but those are the, you know, ones that we met at our meetup. So that was fun. And we really appreciate you, um, Going that extra mile to, yes. to build and connect with fellow colleagues. So. Yes, it was so fun. Okay. All okay. Right. See you in a minute. Okay, bye. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Vanderpump Rules Party. I'm Holly Borquez. I'm Sarah C. And if you're wondering what that ambiance noise is in the background, we are at Starbucks in the Venetian. That doesn't sound very exciting. <laughs> We're at in Las Vegas. <laughs> We're at a club. <laughs> we are at Club Starbucks reporting to you live. We're in a studio. There's an older gentleman ordering a gingerbread latte right now. Breaking news. <laughs> the holiday drinks are out at Starbucks. They are. I was just reading them, actually, while I was paying for my water and iced tea, which was $13.06, by the way. Oh. Insanity. An unsweetened black iced tea and a water. Which normally is like it used to be like two eighty five, but they've raised the price. I think, well, especially I think in Vegas. now it's like three fifty. Um, okay, so we are waiting for our meet and greet right now. And we're, what we're gonna do is we're gonna ask um, some of our listeners and friends some questions. So this will be like a fun portion of the podcast, and um, it should be super fun. So stand by for some fun. We are stuff. At the Venetian, and we're right outside the theater in which Heather McDonald has her Juicy Scoop show tonight. So everyone waiting in line ought to see us. And so and, and see us they are, I believe. Um, let's take a selfie really quick, like going this way of us to like... Okay. Oh, hello. That's the wall. Oh, God. Uh, where that's am I? horrible. Oh, God. We need the light in f- Never mind. We'll have someone take it for us when they get here because that, that's not working. <laughs> okay. okay. Let me go pick up your iced tea. Okay, bye. And we're back. All right. We are still at the Starbucks. Bye. Have fun. Nice to meet you. Um, we're meeting people right and left. We have some special guests. Uh, we have Charlene and Stephanie from At Chance and Gossip. They have a page and a podcast. They're here at BravoCon. Um, shout yourselves out. Hi, everybody. Hi. How is everybody doing? What's your podcast about? 
You want me to go? We drink champagne <laughs> and we talk about reality TV and Bravo, celeb gossip. I want to do that. Yeah, That's you so want fun. to. You know, we I used to drink champagne on that podcast until some of the reviews were like, the one girl sounded <laughs> drunk. <laughs> She's kind of slurry. And then I stopped. We, we try very hard. So we used to record in person. So it was easier for us to share a bottle. And then, <laughs> and then sometimes when we have guests, you know, there's multiple people sharing. Um, but since we record separately now, we kind of have to either like do a split, or we like will make cocktails with champagne, okay. or drink the full bottle, or drink solo. the full. Yeah, yeah. but you got to pace yourself. Yeah. <laughs> now, if I do, I like pour it as I'm starting, and then you're so busy talking, you can't sip that much. Yes. yes. So it's like, okay, I feel like I'm just don't do it beforehand. Like, but in my defense, one time it was my birthday. Day. Oh, well, oh, then that's and then totally another fine. time I had a really bad cold and I was on like Sudafed. Oh, yeah, gosh. No, that's fine. <laughs> so, just saying. Still, still stings. <laughs> okay, so you guys tell me what your favorite part of BravoCon has been. Like, what's been the moment that was like, this was worth it? Oh, Anything? Uh, so, oh, oh, go, go, no, no, go, go, go. For I me, know it's so hard with, when there's So three I months. think that Bravo fans are like the best people. Yeah. And everyone is so nice and so kind. And like, everyone's like, oh my God, your outfit is awesome. Oh my God, your makeup, your lips, like everything is just yeah. like. It's like instant so nice. friends. Yes. 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 And there's always something to talk to people yeah. about. So yes. it's just like, I don't know. It's like the most fun weekend. It's like the yeah. commute. You finally found your people. Yes. 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 You know? Yeah. 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 What mm-hmm. panels did you guys see today? Anything? Um, yes, we saw. All. I feel oh, like yeah. we, we saw a lot. <laughs> we saw a lot. Um, Miami, Potomac, Ask okay. Andy. Ask Andy. Ooh, how was Ask Andy? Good. It was good. It was good? Yes, okay. I love Rachel Lindsay. So she was. Yeah, yeah she, she moderated that. Um, so it was really good. And then we Battle went to. The sexes, and then oh, we yeah. did the Vanderpump producers. Mm-hmm. That one was so good, wasn't yes. it? Yes. Good. That so one I, good. I, was, I was like, this, like, this yes. is what we want. That's yes. exactly what we yes. want. Yeah. Like not. What happened? Oh, sorry. Did you go yesterday? Yes. Yes. Yeah. So, like, anytime anyone would ask something interesting or juicy that we all want to know, they'd shut it they'd down. they shut it down. Yeah. yeah. So, the producer mm-hmm. one, when she was, was sending me the videos, I was like, they're giving actual interesting data. Yeah. The producer no, one's so interesting, especially because we constantly, and on our podcast and just in real life, we talk constantly about the editing and the producers and how, yeah. like, the producers on Vo- um, Bravo just, like, work extra hard and they're so good in the way they cut things and it's just I love getting inside their brains yeah Yeah. last year we went to I forgot the ultimate girls trip producer one and there was like barely anybody in it but it was one of the best panels we thought yeah it was just so interesting I wanted to go to that Miami and Potomac how were those they were good Potomac was was great I mean they were both I feel like Potomac and Miami they were arguing like the whole time yeah like and not not bad but I just feel like they're very feisty um, they all are talking. Yeah, they're all are talking. But um, so Candace and Ashley Darby during the season were oh, like thirty yeah. percent. Now they're seventy percent. Yeah, they're doing good. <laughs> okay. Karen is not good with Robin. Oh, oh yeah, no. Really? Yeah. I mean, she came for her hard today. Yes, very. They hard. showed a um, a clip and it was very very funny of a coming like a sneak peek. For tomorrow. Yeah, for tomorrow, tomorrow night. Tomorrow. And yeah. It's yeah, I watched it. Yeah. So funny. But there's nothing with Karen and Robin tomorrow. I mean, on tomorrow's episode. So, that might, so it might have been one. Well, no, later. I think it's just a future, like, oh, little yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah so. tomorrow there's... Yeah, it's mostly about Robin and... And Juan. Yeah. 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 They said that she answers a lot of questions, but 
even though it may not be to everyone's liking, she still answered the questions. So yeah. I think I think that rubbed people the wrong way. And she kind of got a little booed, too, because I yeah, think... Yeah, sharing. Yeah. I think people didn't really like her explanation of why she didn't share last season. And she basically was trying to say, well, it wasn't relevant because it happened six months prior, which, yeah, yeah, but like, but you come for other people before who, you know, for having affairs and for things they've done in the past. Did she do it? Did she stand by me in preparation, knowing this could come out about myself at any point in time? So at least I'll have them back me up Mm because I'm backing them up. Yeah. So like an agenda. Yes. So they can't have started calling her fake and fraud. Yes. Oh, I thought you guys were good. (laughs) Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. That's Potomac's one of my favorites. I love cool. Potomac. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Miami, how are like Adriana and Alexia? And- Everyone seemed good. I think what they kind of said was that they, because they are all real friends, that they continue to fight and like, you know, they're very passionate. But at the end of the day, they there's love for each other. So like they may go through, because even Alexa, Alexia and Marisol, like, you know, they have been bickering, especially the Ultimate Girls Trip. They had, you know, oh. but they were like, we're like sisters. Like, yeah. I love her. We're always going to fight like this and just be fine. Yeah. So it seemed, I mean, they were, you know, on the panel, you know, disagreeing with stuff. Larsa disagreeing with everybody. and yeah. But it seemed like the season's going to be really good, I think. Oh, good. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I don't know, but we have to collab. You guys, we have to do a yes, podcast yes, together. We can Skype it in. It'll oh, my God. So much yes. Fun. We should. We yeah, would you love guys, that. They're so fun. Yes. Yeah, yes. <laughs> we love talking to Bravo people. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Love it. It's, it's our favorite. Best. That's it's why this is so fun for us. Yeah. yeah. We love awesome. it. Well, thank you, guys. Yeah, thank you. Yes. So- yeah. We probably, we, sh- we probably should eat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> James Kennedy. Before, yeah. we, before we party it some up. Some espresso martini. Yes. Get yes. some good footage yes. of that for yes. sure. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You guys shout yourselves out again so everyone knows where to find you and follow you. Yeah. So again, I'm Carlin and Stephanie. Um, and then Shams and Gossip. You can find us on Instagram. Also, we're on iTunes. Um, all the things. Everywhere Spotify. Yeah. Everywhere you can find a podcast. Awesome. Yeah. You guys check out their BravoCon. Um, all their content is yeah. awesome. Awesome. So check it out and thank you guys so oh, much. You. I'm trying. Because it came right up because I was like, oh, I gotta follow oh. these guys, and I was like, oh. I'm trying. I'm trying to do better at our at our social. So much funner when you're there together. We are doing yes. one, yes. and then we now, we now have a plan for. Yeah. Oh, we'll do it in the future. Yeah. <laughs> So well, thank cool. you guys. This it's was so, nice so to fun. Meet you. Yes. I'll see you guys around tomorrow. Yeah. I'm yes. Great. Okay, you guys, we are back with another fun friend here at our meetup. This is like so awesome. Um, welcome to the podcast, thank Anna. You. Like, shout out your page and everything hey. because it's like one of my faves. <laughs> I'm Bravo, made me do it. I'm a uh, pretty lackadaisal. I'm really, really lazy with posting and creating, but I am. No, obs- you're not. <laughs> I feel like I am. No, oh my gosh. Oh, no, but I'm like obsessed with Bravo, diehard, like Orange County day one. Yes. Like opening scene with Vicky, like that is always been my life. It's so iconic. <laughs> I know. Um, I saw Shannon today. I saw Shannon. Um, who else? Did- I saw Tamara last night. Um, I saw Alexis. I saw Jesus Jugs. Yes. We had a Jesus Jugs oh bracelet yes. to give to her, and she, like, went running by, and I was like, shoot. <laughs> but, yeah. 
They had like a reunion or something last night, right? Like Alexis, Joe De La Rosa, and Tamara. Yes. They all had like a OC, OG reunion. And I like saw the post and I was just like, oh my God, like pour in my heartstrings. Yes. Like, too cute. Like. Okay, so you're going to BravoCon tomorrow. tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So I'm going home tomorrow. Sarah is going tomorrow. So what are you looking forward to seeing tomorrow? Um, I think overall just seeing people like IRL, like yes. BravoCon celebrities. Yeah, like in the wild. All of them. Yes. Like Potomac, Southern Charm, everyone. Like that is like my number one. But also like getting merch and like, you know... And, and all the booths. Yes, that was yes. like, that's, I went in the morning and that's like all I did. I went to all the booths, like all of the photo things. And it was awesome. Oh my God. I like it, it really I is wait. like Christmas for Bravo fans. Yes. Yes. That's what I was telling my coworkers. I was like, this is like five Christmases stacked on top for me. Yes. Like, and, and like, just like everyone said, like the thing about it that's so cool is it's like like-minded people together. Like, I was by myself, and I was, like, a little nervous, but everyone was, like, so, like, I'm, like, take a picture with me, and they're, like, okay. Like, it was fine. That's the best thing about these Bravo events is, like, you can show up by yourself. Even, yeah, even the shows, like Heather McDonald's show, you can go by yourself. You're with it within your own kind of people. I've shown up to, like, um, like, a Watch What Happens Live in L.A. by myself. A Heather McDonald show by myself. I'm going to BravoCon tomorrow by myself. Me too. I've done stuff by myself. And it's totally fine. It's okay. Yeah. You're within your family. It's awesome. Which normally I wouldn't (laughs) do something like that, but there's something about the community that's so cool. Yes. So we're all just like welcoming. Yeah. Like open arms. Yeah. 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 Come, come hang out. Yes. We all love this stuff. Yeah. It's it's our therapy. It's our family. It's it's everything. Yes. Yes. Totally. Yes. Awesome. So uh, I'm excited for tomorrow. I'm excited yeah, to see Yeah, well, I can't happens, wait to hear. I can't wait to hear after, yes, like, yes, what yes. you guys find out. And then um, you were just telling me that Jackson and Brittany are joining yes. tomorrow. So yeah. I, so we had suspicions about this, but um, you just listened to their podcast. Brittany announced on the podcast that she secrets out. Yeah. She and Jax are going to be out here tomorrow to join in for day three. So I'm curious if they're going to do a panel, like a Q&A thing, if they're just going to pop up. So my biggest wish for that is that they say something about Vanderpump Valley or they show like a snippet of what it's going to be. Like yes. that would just blow my mind. I hope the show gets picked up. I, I want to watch Vanderpump I, Valley. I want more. Yeah. I think Kristen and her boyfriend, Luke, yes. have been like super, super quiet lately. Yes. And I hope that that's a good sign. I think I hope, it is. Yes. I think it is. They've been told like, be quiet. It's going to get picked up. Well, I, I also, I promised this person I would keep it anonymous, but I also have have it on um that Rachel O'Brien um <laughs> well and that Sheena and Brock are super involved in the project too oh. so that like I don't know that like brings in the element of Vanderpump Rules it just seems like it's like very greenlit and it's I don't know why they're keeping it so quiet but I feel like with Brock and Sheena it's a good sign yeah I think so too yeah yeah fingers crossed yes because we need it we need more we need and more I'm just I'm dying for us to be watching Vanderpump Rules and it to do like the Beverly Hills Vanderpump yes, Rules slide the crossover. in yes we need that we and need- oh and then today um, I'm sure we'll talk about this on the podcast too, but they Jerry let it slip that the date is January 15th for the premiere of Vanderpump okay, Rules. Because okay. before they're like January, but they would, didn't <laughs> say the date, and he's like January 15th. So there we go. I also think if we don't get a Vanderpump Valley, we need a Jeremy Maddox Oceanside 
yes. reality TV. Because there is a lot going on in Oceanside. Downtown Oceanside is popping. Well, like, yes. Jeremy, his and girlfriend, the coffee Rachel, shop. Rachel, yes. Yeah. Um, we are going to have Jeremy on our podcast like very, like within probably like the next week. And I'm so excited because we saw him at Jack. We see him all the time. But at Jack's event, he's like, I'm ready to spill the tea. I like I like there's no there's no one gagging yeah. him anymore. So like I'm like, Ooh, this could be really big for us. Like it really could. <laughs> so I'm like, yay. So and yeah. So we're going to like Oceanside. He's such good people. Yeah. I would say go to Steel Mill Coffee, which is Tony Hawk's son, Riley. Okay. Coffee shop. Ooh, okay. And he just got married to Courtney Love's daughter, Courtney. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yes. So, okay. That's right. Yeah. My boyfriend and I always talk about like Tony Hawk because he lives in Encinitas. Yeah. Yeah. Which is right by Carlsbad. And my boyfriend's like, no, I have like a terrible story. Like I tried to cut a key for Tony Hawk and like my mom was there like asking me for a ride home and I'm super embarrassed. Oh no. <laughs> oh gosh. I hate when there's like, like those weird interactions. Out. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So. Yeah, well, when we interview Jeremy, you'll have to come. Since you're right there, oh just my come. God, yes, yes. I would love it. I would love it. Yes. San Diego Oceanside's best. Yes. Okay, awesome. Well, thank you so much. Shout out all your stuff so everyone can follow um, you. I'm Bravo made me do it. I'm a super, super small podcast. Um, but but know. follow her on Instagram. Yeah, she does of course. like, yeah. She, and not Vanderpump Rules Party is the best. Thank ever. Best you. for road trips, best for all around. Just down-to-earth girls who have just been like they've made my year oh my gosh thank you well thank you for coming and like you guys have like made art like i can't believe people showed up it's like it was like 7 20 i'm like oh god no one's coming but (laughs) no i was gonna be here this is like my only commitment for sure awesome (laughs) awesome okay well we'll be back with more thanks you guys bye thank you